Vegas Nation podcasts are sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app today and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. Sports, entertainment, little to no culture. It's time for Unsportsmanlike Conduct with Ed Graney and Adam Hill. Welcome into Unsportsmanlike Conduct of the Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casinos, STN Sports, and presented by the Las Vegas Review-Journal, Blue Wire, and Liquid Death. We're your hosts, Ed Graney and Adam Hill, and we're here each week to give you our thoughts on Las Vegas Raiders and other factors we find interesting. Uh, we got some great stuff at the end of the show today with punter AJ Cole, the Raiders. You'll have to wait for that, though. What's going on, buddy? You got your Liquid Death? Oh, it's so good. I'm, staring, I'm trying to go as long as I can. without. That's my challenge to myself. How long can I go without popping it open? I think Larry in the middle of the uh, show is bringing us glasses of ice to cool no. this off. No, he's not. <laughs> We're not doing Absolutely not. Larry Muir is not doing that. No, he's chilling the glasses for That's sure. That's right. But got- the can is such a perfect vessel. Just drink yeah. it right out of the can. It's great. It's true. I'm surprised there isn't a refrigerator in here. You gotta, you, you, you're, you're here all day. You're here all working day. on that. It's in the other room. I'll show you where it is. <laughs> Uh, so before we get to AJ Cole and all the fun stuff at the, uh, Pro Bowl, uh, skills contest, which you covered by the way, for the review journal, great job by you. You were able to catch up with Derek Carr last night. I was. Um, and it was his first time in front of the media since he was benched for the last two games, since we all knew that he was not going to be a Raider anymore. You were able to corner him and then. <laughs> and then this the crowd, a leopard, no, like no, a, like I mean, a... The, you were able to corner him and the crowd of media descended upon you. Uh, so, uh, that happens that that's going to happen. I'll, I'll, I'll just give the insight into, uh, into the listener. Sometimes I think going behind the scenes of, you know, the, uh, the journalistic process, I guess is good. The process. No, I mean, what we do is not mine. I mean, you know, what, what reporters do, we talk about being in the locker room and some of the conversations you have there and stuff. But, um, in this case, I, you know, Derek was there last night and there was no media access. Like there wasn't a time where, Hey, look, these guys are doing a presser. They're going to do this. And. They're actually not even supposed to really talk, but Derek was signing autographs and hanging out with some fans on his way back, and I waited for that to be done, and I just went over and just kind of talked. Like, you know, he – a lot of times at the end of the season, you know, you do the locker clean-out day, and um, or you have conversations with guys that you've covered all year, and you've covered Derek for years. And, you know, just had a conversation with him and talked about how he's doing and that sort of thing, and I kind of just gave him the option. I mean, you said cornered him. I don't want people to. Think I believe I like, you cornered him. I was but like go threatening ahead. him. No, not threatening. Um, after like a uh, after a little bit of a conversation, uh, I just said, "Hey, look, uh, I know you haven't talked much. You haven't really got your side out." I was like, "Do you want to kind of talk on the record for a little bit?" And he thought about it for a second, and he said, "You know what? Yeah, let's do it." And uh, as soon as you turn the recorder on, then yeah, as you said, a bunch of a uh, bunch of other people come over, but it was cool. It wasn't a whole lot of people there. It was just kind of a a small gathering and Derek was able to say kind of what he was thinking. I don't think he, he didn't go, you know, scorched earth or anything like that on the, on the, on the organization. I thought he was actually really classy in that sense. He was. Um, and he said, look, if, you know, there's more to the story, obviously. And one day I might write a book, kind of, kind of tease that. And, um, you know, when his career is over, do that. But yeah, he, he talked about what he wants in his next team, which is, you know, the team that he says shows commitment to winning, not just has a chance to win, but has a, a history of committing uh, to trying to win games. And, uh, he wants to try to win a title somewhere, and uh, he did say, you know, he's he's always going to be a Raider. He's not going to be. I think, I think it was a shot at Rich Gannon, a veiled shot, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah he said, uh, he said, I'm not going to be that Raider quarterback that leaves and bashes the new guys. Right. Okay. All right. Veiled um, shot, which I think it was. You know, Rich Gannon had some criticism of him. Yes. So I think uh, maybe that was what he was referring to there. 
Uh, but yeah, really kind of open and, and talking about where he wants to go. And, and obviously the kind of the news aspect, not that it's a surprise, but uh, he said there's no adjusting on that February 15th deadline. That's right. the he's deadline. And if they haven't made a trade, then uh, he's going to be released. And uh, he did say last night he was able to talk to Peyton Manning. Now, obviously, the situation is a little bit different, but Peyton Manning was released by the Colts, by the Colts. And um, be, Peyton Manning being the coach of the AFC team, he was uh, he was able to talk and, and Derek talked to him and uh, Peyton said, look, I've I've been cut. Like it's it is what it's it is. Peyton Manning. Yeah. And uh and Derek, you know, Derek kind of said, you know, to have to hear him and that he's gone through it uh was helpful. And and Derek also said, look, I don't I'm not gonna look at it as some sort of slight. Like I don't care about the optics if I'm cut. If it's what's best for me, then it's that's great. And I can go and, and negotiate where he wants to go and and pick a spot to play instead of being traded somewhere. All right. So none of that I don't think has came as a surprise for you. Anything he said, uh a surprise. Here, let me ask you this, because he did tell you that he wants to go somewhere where he can win a championship. Sure. Uh, has not, you know, won a playoff game yet. So he wants, you know, he's nine, ten years for, into the first league. First things first. Yeah. You're nine, ten years into the league, you start thinking those terms. He's going to get paid a fortune no matter what. So I think he understands that, whether he signs as a free agent with someone for two or three years for, you know, 30-something, 38, 39 million a year, which he'll probably be in the realm of. Uh, or, you know, if for whatever reason um, – uh, this is picked up, which I, I don't believe it will be. He's going to make a lot of money, so he wants to play for a championship team. I think that eliminates a lot of the teams out there looking for quarterbacks. I mean, did you get the sense maybe that he had some teams in mind that actually might be on the precipice of a playoff deep run, or do you think he just kind of said that and it's going to be you know uh, a free-for-all in terms of who he's going to be available for? Yeah, I think it's it's what everybody says, right? You you want to play for a team that has a chance, and then you you kind of say to yourself, "Yeah, I give them a chance." Like I think that's he gives the uh, Commanders a chance. I would, well, first of all, any team in the NFC, any team in the NFC is a contender. Like, there's not that many. There's not that many obstacles to overcome. Uh, I'm trying to think of. The thing. I mean, Philly's good. That was your pick for the Super Bowl. My Cowboys are pretty good. San Francisco, you don't know because of the quarterback situation sure. now. But the, the, uh, like the NFC South, any team in the NFC. First of all, I think all the NFC South teams, except for Jacksonville, or excuse me, that's AFC. Uh, no. I'm, I'm saying any any NFC South team, uh, the Bucks, the Panthers, except Atlanta, maybe. the Saints. Yeah, except Atlanta is what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, except Atlanta, that's probably a, a chance, and you can win the division in any of those teams. And once you're in the once you're in the playoffs, who knows what happens there? Um, the Commanders, they have a great defense. I mean, I think they're in a hard division for them, and I think they're already paying you know a significant amount of money there. So um, I, I don't know how that would go, uh, but yeah, they're right there. They were, they were you know right, right in the mix. Yeah. So anybody in the NFC, I think, is is fairly close, especially if Rodgers is gone from the NFC. Like the 49ers have quarterback questions. The Eagles are going to have to pay. I think Jalen Hurts' deal will be starting in two years, but they they're going to sign the extension. They can sign the extension this year, right? And and it'll kick in next year. So. Um, yeah, I think that, that there's a lot of opportunities in the in, in any NFC place to make a contender. Now, I know there's a push from some Colts fans that want him. Um, that makes it difficult because you can probably win the division, but it's a uh, tough hill to climb to win a championship. Um, Jeff same with Sunday the Jets. Is the coach. Same with the Jets. That's it's a tough hill to climb. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's not the coach yet. Oh, uh, Jeff by the Sunday's way, he's not the coach yet, but I think, he, but I think he will be. I. <laughs> I have heard some late push on our guy, Rich Basaccia. For the Colts? For the Colts. 
Which, you know who really, you know who really. It's you know, funny that, that we're recording this on Friday morning. It's it's going to be like everybody's going to listen to this. Like, you idiot! They already hired a coach. Yeah. What are you talking about? But yeah, as we're recording this, he's had a, he's had a couple of interviews, and there's been a push. And I don't know if you you know I, I talk about uh, Pat McAfee show all the time, which is based in Indiana. They talk about the coach. Rogers really did him up on the Pat. McAfee Rogers show. Really, really, really gave him. him he said somebody needs to hire this guy. Right. And so I think that you know, especially with the influence McAfee has in Indianapolis. Um, that could be that could be something, and then does Basaccia pair up with Carr? Does that happen? That'd be interesting. The Colts, I don't know. The there's, owner, there's a lot just, of possibilities out there. We talked about this last week. The owner spends too much time in the bathroom. I don't know if I want to go to that team. Oh, well, if he pays enough, <laughs> he's in the bathroom all the time. We it's only one time that we know. Of. <laughs> would yeah, yeah, that's not as so. Would time. if no if Basaccia, if Basaccia and or Carr are heading to Indy. Does McDaniels call and say, hey, man, watch out for your bathroom? He might give him a heads up. Okay. I don't know if Carr takes right. McDaniels' call, but he'd probably he might. Well, on that, <laughs> if he was offering friendly advice about the length of time in the bathroom, he might listen. He might listen on that. Um, all right, so ultimately, what do you think happens here? They cut him? And yeah. By the way, why aren't they cutting him before this weekend? Because, again, and you've reported this as well, others have reported on our paper, uh, there's that clause in the contract, if he would ever get hurt, the $40 million would be guaranteed now. It's flag football, 40 yards. I don't, they're not going to take this seriously, but you know, I mean, a lot of times, actually, a lot of times those injuries happen when you're not in, in, in pads and you, you put your foot in the ground and something happens to you. I don't want that to happen. No one wants that to happen, but I'm just saying it's out there. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just cut them now? If you're going to cut them, if you've already come to that conclusion, why haven't you cut them? Well, there is still the chance I mean, somebody you're still, still waiting for someone to really step up with the trade. There's a chance somebody does. I thought, I thought it was interesting, and I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Um, I asked Derek specifically last night. Have they come to you with a trade that you said no to? Because he does have that right. If if they make a trade and he doesn't like it, he can say no. And I said, have they come to you with a trade that you that you said no? And his answer was, you have to talk to Dave Ziegler about that. So it okay. wasn't no. That's interesting. It wasn't a no, which I, okay. I found that pretty interesting. That's and, and interesting. I, it's something obviously we'll you know we will talk to uh, to Dave about and, and find out um, if there was something there, but. Um, not saying no to that question, I, I found interesting. Yeah. Uh, so you think what ha- you think someone trades for me? You think he gets cut? I think he gets cut. All right. Would you ever take the chance of not cutting him and trading him after that down the road? Because once you don't, once you don't cut him, the forty million's locked in, and you can turn around. You're not going to have this guy. Sh- I guess the, I guess the. Uh, uh, Chance of he he shows up and does nothing, which I don't think anyone wants that to happen. Uh, you know, and he shows up at the facility. That's not going to happen. They're going to get they're going to move on from him since then. But would you maybe well, no, you, wait the, past it and then trade him? Well, the the thing is, like again, that deadline is just for and and we've I think we've not done a great job, I guess, talking about it. Um, we're trying to point out exactly what the details of the contract are, but we've kind of assumed either they cut him to not let that contract kick in or they trade him, which they'd again, they'd have to wait for a month to hope a team still accepts it after a month because of the weird uh, timing of the dates. Yeah. The NFL calendar. There is the chance. And I don't think the Raiders would do this, but there is the chance that as you're pointing out, they don't cut him or trade him. Let the contract become guaranteed and then try to trade him. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm asking. What would you do? There is a chance. I don't know that I would do that because I don't want to take that chance. But but especially if you think there is a team, that's a lot. That is a lot of money. I, I, and again, would he get more than forty million guaranteed over the length of a contract? Probably, but I don't think he's getting it for one year. I don't think he's getting that thirty-two million for one year. 
uh, guaranteed next year. So it's tough. If you have a feeling that there's a big market, again, the Raiders are talking to teams every day. We we are not. Like if you if you get the feeling that there's a big market out there for him and somebody will trade for him, then you can absolutely do that. That's that's definitely a possibility. I just think it's a huge risk. Especially if if you if you're not getting anybody now, are you gonna get somebody in a couple weeks? And if you want to make a big move, Aaron Rodgers, which I don't necessarily know is, is going to happen, but if you do, you have to get rid of Carr first. Because you need him off the books in order to make that. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the STN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today for STN Sports and earn up to $100 on your first deposit. There's a new brand of water out there that looks just like Tall Boys of Beer. On the latest Vegas Nation podcast, my guest thought it was malt liquor, but it's really a 22-ounce can of pure liquid refreshment. It's actually mountain spring water from the Alps that's available in still, sparkling, and three flavors. And it's called Liquid Death. Liquid Death's Tall Boy cans are helping to bring death to plastic bottles. They also donate 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Did you know plastic isn't actually recyclable anymore and more plastic than not goes just to the landfill because it's not profitable to recycle. Aluminum is infinitely recyclable and profitable for recycling facilities. My favorite is the Liquid Death Severed line because it gives me that pick-me-up I need in the middle of the day when you feel like you're dragging and you won't make it to the final bell. But this is crisp and refreshing and the taste perks me right up and gets me through my day. So go get Liquid Death at your local Smiths, Walmart, Sprouts, and Terrible stores or find a Liquid Death retailer near you with their store locator tool at liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. That's liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. It, was it good for the Raiders that Brady retired? No. You wanted Brady? No. Well... So yeah, it's it wasn't a slam dunk that he was coming here, especially with 49ers no, I'm, I'm now opening. If he, if he was coming, I don't think Brady was the right move for the Raiders, but it's bad in the sense that there's one less quarterback available. I, I think that's where the the issue is because now whoever is available, the cost is going to be higher. True. So you're going to have to pay more either through salary or through a trade. Right. If you want to get somebody, so because there's one less elite quote, quarterback, quote, elite on, quarterback the market. on the market. So it's bad in that sense. I think it's good that. You know, Brady's not going to be the, the guy. I don't think that was the right move for this team. Uh, but in, in terms of if you are actively seeking a quarterback, any team that's in the quarterback market wanted one more guy uh, as part of that kind Out of musical there. chairs, yeah. and, and he's not there anymore. What do you think of the skills contest? <laughs> it's silly, but... Uh, I, so Pro Bowl skills contest we're talking about. Adam yeah, was there last night. Over at the Raiders facility, that's where I talked to uh, Derek. I mean, I, I like some of this stuff. Like, the silliness is, is fine with me. Um, I also liked... And I think uh, Hint writing a uh, column on Sundays now, and I think uh, the, one what of are the you focus, writing it on? I think it might be the officiating controversies last night. In the there was officiating controversies yeah. in the skills contest. Multiple, multiple. Who are the officials? Uh, some they clowns. can't be NFL officials. No, I think they were clowns. I don't know <laughs> who they were. Uh, there was clowns. A massive controversy in NFL in the NFC dodgeball game. Like it was, you know, Demario Davis's rule the winner. And then later, Saquon Barkley screams at the officials. They come out and award him the win. Oh no! Like, eh, nonsense, I didn't love that. nonsense. But it's their their marquee games always marked by controversy with the officials. 
Including this one. Including this one. The dodgeball game was a mess. Josh Jacobs gave it a good go. He's the last last the last member of the AFC offense to be out there right. against three defensive players. Oh, no chance. No chance. Got no chance. knocked out. Uh Max Crosby was, I'm gonna say disappointing. In, in, in the dodgeball game. And uh I actually uh I caught up with him for a minute after the dodgeball game and he almost was like not not ready. He was like, I don't think you processed it yet. About and, how bad he and was. Then I just said, What happened, man? <laughs> like, that was bad. <laughs> he was not he did not he was not thrilled, I don't think. But the he ego was, uh, kicking in. Yeah, he wanted to win. He wanted to win. He said his strategy wasn't very good. He he did a little better in the second one because I think he hung back. He didn't he wasn't over aggressive, opened himself up to get hit early. So he lasted a little longer. Wasn't there some kind of kick tack toe? Well that's uh that's Sunday. Oh, is that Sunday? They were doing it last night. I think it was practice, though. Oh, it's su- so they're having some of this weirdness on Sunday. Oh yeah, the Pro Bowl games are well. The Pro Bowl game is uh, the game. The Pro Bowl games, the flag football. That's the ultimate final uh, game. Uh, you yes? really need to read my stories to catch up on this stuff. Ed. Uh, so there was. What am I going to do? There was four events last night. Okay. So it's it's nine. I read your three. I read your car story from first word to last. I, you did. It's nine thirty, but the real important stuff, like the format of the. Pro Bowl games. It's nine three AFC right now. Okay, as we speak here on Friday. There's Boy, they're running be, away with it. There, well, was almost twelve nothing. They if they would have won the dodgeball, would have been twelve zero after the first night. That wouldn't have been good. So then they're going to have more events on Sunday before on the, the flag field. football game. There's the kick tac toe. There's the uh, gridiron gauntlet. There's the move the chains. All right. So, so they've got those events. Those are all worth three points as well. Right. Then there's the first two flag football games. Okay. Also worth three points. So we're going to have a total of 24 points. Up for grabs. Up for grabs. Oh, that's exciting. And then whatever the score Larry, is. excited? Yeah, whatever the excited. score is after those 24 points are determined, that is the starting score of the championship flag football game. Ah. So there's three flag football games on Sunday. Championship. First so two, AFC could go in. Man, they could go in and been big. It could be like. 18 to 6, 21 3. It could be a big when this starts, or could be a big rally by the NFC. You looking forward to this? Uh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Why not? What, listen, it's silly. It's always the Pro Bowl's always been silly, but it's also oh, fun. I'm, look, I'm with you. If you don't like it, then don't watch it. Yeah, don't watch it. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm totally with you on that. I, no matter what they play, people who rip it, it's like, you know what? Then turn the channel. Yeah. Oh, there's college basketball. On. There's something and, else. And on. by the way, Go the fans have showed that they love it. Like they fans, watch it. They watch how many it fans last year. night? It was a limited uh, invite only. Was, it, yeah, but it was sold. I mean, it was it was packed. There okay. was no, nobody else could get in at the facility. But logistically, they could only get. Like They're all standing in. around the field. No, there was. They had bleachers. Oh, you they should bre- have seen the setup at the facility. They brought the bleachers in. Oh yeah, it was nuts in there. Okay. They brought right. the 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 rigging in for the lights and the cameras, and it was well, crazy. It was ESPN, right? So yeah, it was it was in the NFL live studio. It was right in there in the facility uh, on the field. It was a very cool setup. And, uh, and good for the city, a good showcase for the Raiders and the city and Henderson and Las Vegas yeah. and everything else. So um, all those things are cool. And again, if you don't like it, then don't watch it. And that's fine. And it's it's silly. But they're trying something new. Like, they they realized the football game was dumb. Oh, it was horrible last year. And and, Touch football and so they're and trying. So I think you give them credit for at least at least trying. Yeah. And they talk to no, players like, fine. what should we do? And and it's silly. And it's, it's, yeah, it's fun. That's good. Uh, also silly uh, sometimes is Raiders punter AJ Cole. That's true. Uh, he uh, talked with our own Heidi. Pro Bowl Fang. punter. Pro Bowl punter AJ Cole. AJ Cole. Um, he talked with our own Heidi Fang uh, earlier today. 
we've got some cuts that we want to talk about with uh, AJ Cole, and I'll get your uh, I'll get your response on those. You opening that liquid death? Oh, it's so good. Oh, the the sound, so just the sound it's of delicious. it. Delicious. I usually hold crisp. it up to the microphone to do it, but I didn't do that. It's a, it's a crisp Give me sound. A Give me a let me let me hear it. There you go. So good. Liquid death. Uh, all right, let's go with some of these sounds. We'll t- and then we'll respond. First of all, by the way, you wouldn't think you'd think death. It's going to be like a, a torturous experience. It's not. It's a glorious experience. Great experience. Sparkling oh, so, water. Oh, so good. Straight from the Alps. AJ Cole probably loves liquid death, along with some hot dogs. Oh, he does. He does. Dogs. He does love hot dogs. First cut is AJ Cole talking about what in the world he's going to do on Sunday. What does the punter do in the flag football game? No, literally nothing. Yeah. So last last year, I had uh, the you know the stat line about the three holds, zero punts, and the two right. halftime hot dogs. So because I had no punts this year, they just completely eliminated the punt. Aww. We're playing on like a forty yard field or something like that. So uh, there's not really field position that's uh, going to be crucial. So um, yeah, I I honestly have no idea what I'm doing on game day. I think I'm basically just like a glorified uh, cheerleader. Um, maybe I'll go talk to Peyton, see if he can put me in for a couple plays at quarterback, or maybe I could run a couple routes. Yes. Um, Devante said I could sub in for him on one play. So nice. hopefully they throw me like a fade ball or something. I can kind of show him what I can do, but, um, I was a high school tight end. So if any of the tight ends need a, need a blow, I can come in there and uh, give them some rest, but I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm going to have as much fun as I possibly can. That's for sure. All right. There he is. Um, Peyton has to put this guy in the game. Oh, he's got, I mean, he's got, he's got a big quarterback. Well, I think, I think the punters and the kickers will all be in the kick tac toe competition okay so he gets to do something so he can do something i think that's one of the reasons it was kind of brought in so that the so they have punters, so they're not completely sitting around yeah but what are you're not kicking field goals either no kick tack toe yeah so we'll have that and then i think all the yeah you the have kickers, to play him you have I think to the play kickers him. and punters have to get in there on yeah. some on some level i want to see him a quarterback It'd be great he'll be play tight end you can play tight end all right he play May, tight end. maybe he can also play defensive back ed Oh, there's a throw to Larry Muir. Maybe he can play defensive back. This is a question from our own Adam Hill. I'm sure you remember Adam from uh, this past season. He wanted to know if you will. (laughs) He wanted to know if you will get a chance to play at defensive back. I don't think I have the hips to play DB. My hips do lie. Um, I'm no Shakira out there, so I don't think that's really my uh, forte. I don't think that's going to be anything that I'll do. Maybe if there's like a hail mary situation, I can go play goal line. I mean, I'm. I'm like relatively tall, so maybe I could do that. But absolutely no, uh, in no other situation should I be guarding anyone. No, it doesn't have the hips. hips you think lie. you'd have some swivel in your hips as a punter? I you think, think you'd be swiveling ahead. a little. No, if you swivel. You, Is it? If you swivel, you're, you're shanking I'm, it. I'm swiveling right now. Yeah, why are you? What think. are you doing? I'm swiveling. I'm swiveling heard, to see. We've if heard I in can, the past. You were a dance I, contest champion. I, I did win a dance I hope that's contest. That's not what you Yes, I have. This was my move. This you was my move. You don't want to. You won. You won with it with my leather jacket. Yeah. I won in Tijuana. I won. It's, it's good. It's good. It's a good dance. It's great. I can see it's how that move. happened. Uh, I'm sure you weren't intoxicated at all at that time. Uh, <laughs> oh. Too many, too, too many liquid deaths. Although those are just water. Uh, yeah. So he's not going to play defensive back. Apparently, um, it appears not. He is probably going to play tight end. But last year. I don't know how many people remember this. He was kind of the highlight of the Pro Bowl because they went to him on the sideline for an interview and he was just chowing down hot dogs. Yeah. You know, who else, chow- hot you know dogs. who else crushes hot dogs? Joey Chestnut. Can we have all these silly competitions but no hot dog eating contests? Does uh, AJ think that uh, Joey Chestnut would want any smoke from you? 
Absolutely not. Um, Joey Chestnut is an absolute legend of the game. Uh, I I watched recently his little um, intro uh, from the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest where they start off and they call him the humble consequence of carbon. Um, That's a uh, glowing review of him. But um, look, Joey Chestnut, he can eat 70 hot dogs in whatever, a couple minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is. Right. But the question is, can he put ketchup, mustard and relish and enjoy two hot dogs in five minutes? Because that's really where I shine is it's the enjoyment factor and uh, the the garnishing of the hot dog. So, um, you know, if we play the game on my terms, I probably win. If we play the game on his terms, he probably wins. What do you put on your hot dog? Uh, people don't like this. Well, let me it's, have it. I mean, I, I, I think ketchup is the proper condiment for, for hot dogs. And usually I would be an anti-ketchup person, I think, because it seems so basic. But I think it's the right move. Yeah, I go ketchup relish. I I don't mind a relish. I actually will go like what are the flat pickles instead of a relish. Okay, I like that. Yeah, that's a good move too. I put the ketchup on the ribeye. <laughs> okay, that's that's, <laughs> unex- yeah. that's not acceptable. Okay, that's completely you know unacceptable. You want to know a trick to get the ketchup on the ribeye because nobody likes it; they find it disgusting. When you order the ribeye, instead of the mashed potatoes, you order the fries. So you put the ketchup on the plate, and they think they're they think you're dipping the fries. So you're so ashamed of your yes. food preference yes. that you have to hide it. You know what else? It. You know what else? Sometimes that with no one's looking on the ribeye, little ranch dressing, <laughs> little ranch dressing. Larry's okay with that. No, That's is... okay. Ranch and ketchup. Uh, I'll double dip. I'll be Costanza. I'll double dip sometimes. <sighs> is... Yeah, on the ribeye. Uh, I I'd... almost need to end the show. <laughs> no, we've got one more clip from AJ Cole. You think that they made the field so short and turned it into flag football one because of Max Crosby really destroying the game last uh, season. And then secondly, because they knew that if you punted, you would have home field advantage and they know what you could do with 63 yard punts. Boy, that's a great question. So yeah, I'd say that it's a massive conspiracy to keep Max from being back-to-back MVP. Um, And yeah, uh, the field shortening, the home field advantage is definitely a a big factor. I mean, I have punted more footballs in Allegiant Stadium than anybody else. And so at some point, somebody might take that throne from me. But right now, I got the record. So I guess I do have a home field advantage. So probably it's not fair for us. And so that's why they shortened the field. That's why they changed the game. And, the game. Um, it feels, I don't know, it feels a, a little bit, positionist and it feels a little bit discriminatory towards what I do. I'm not going to lie about that, but I do understand that when people turn on the pro bowl on February 5th, nobody's out there on third down saying, okay, come on, come on, let's hold them defense. I'd love to see a punt right now in this all-star game. So I'm self-aware enough to know that, but it does hurt my feelings just a little bit. I am human. All right. That's AJ Cole, the pro bowl punter from the Raiders. Let's be honest. They were six and 11. No one's discriminating against them. I think they've got five pro bowlers. Well, they only had three. Then they had to get oh, two okay. replacements. Replacements. They they ended up with five. Sure, I, I think it's six more, and eleven. They ended up with five. They should be happy. But I think the point is that Max Crosby did ruin the Pro Bowl by I, being so serious about well, he, it. He played at like everybody else plays at thirty percent, and he went like seventy percent last year, and showed just how much of a farce the game was right. by dominating at seventy percent. And that's why I think a lot of people said, "Okay, this is." This is this is dumb. Like nobody's ever done that before where they just said, Oh, I'm actually gonna kind of try. 
and then ruining the entire game. So I do blame Max for doing that. I know he gets um, he, he gets a little flustered when I say that. Like, you ruined the Pro Bowl. I've told him that multiple times. Uh, but I think he also appreciates, like, yeah, he did. That's that's what happened. He destroyed he's the, the reason Bowl. for all the nonsense this he's, year. Well, it, I, I would say he's gets credit. I, it's funny to say he destroyed it and ruined it. But I think you say more he gets credit for showing it was silly and finding a better solution. Liquid death is always a better solution. Great stuff there by AJ Cole with our own Heidi Fang. Any parting words before Sunday? You excited? Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. This is the you real. Get there about four hours early. It's the real Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, four hours Hope early. Hope you have a better be. parking pass than we do with the Raiders. Four, I don't think so. I think four oh. hours early, four hours oh. early would be 8 a.m. on a Sunday. That's probably not happening. When's this thing me. kicking off? I think noon. You better know you're covering it for the newspaper. Well, I'll know what I need to know. Almost <laughs> late Saturday night, as I go to bed, I'll look and say, look okay, and I got to be okay, here at this time. That's when the game is? If it's at noon, I'll be there at like 9.30. You know, all right. All right, well, great stuff today. Good job getting to, uh, Derek Carr last night. That was awesome. I'm sorry they descended upon you. That's going to do it for our latest edition of Unsportsmanlike Conduct of the Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casinos, STN Sports, and presented by the Las Vegas Review Journal, Blue Wire, and the one and only Liquid Death. Remember now, there are new episodes of Vegas Nation three times a week. Subscribe to Vegas Nation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcasting app. Find all that coverage and more at VegasNation.com. For our producer, Larry Meir, and my co-host, Adam Hill, I'm Ed Graney. Talk to you next well, week. Breaking news as we in the no, show. No, really? Oh, yeah. Uh, Scott Turner, offensive coordinator for the Commanders, former offensive coordinator. Not the Colts coach. He will be the new passing game assistant for the Raiders. Just, the just across the Passing game wire. assistant? Yes. You need many coaches. Passing game assistant? I mean, I'd want to be the passing game coordinator. So he's an assistant to an actually passing game assistant. Well, they've got Josh McDaniels calls the yeah, plays. Yeah, he calls the plays, and they have an offensive coordinator. Yeah, Mick Lombardi right, is the Mick Lombardi. coordinator. Now they have a passing game assistant. Passing game assistant. All right, well. Scott Turner, Norv's kid. That's, that is Norv's kid. Yeah. All right, Norv Turner's kid, now coming to the Raiders. Big breaking news here on Unsportsmanlike well, Conduct. Raiders related. we got to close it out. All right, close that out with news. We'll see you next week. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the STN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today for STN Sports.